This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Thursday. I'm Lana O'Connor with Red FM's news podcast. Leaving Cert students are expressing their relief after it was revealed that students will have a choice between written exams and predictive grades. However, teachers' unions have been expressing their concerns over aspects of the plans for this year's state exams. We spoke to a Leaving Cert from Kinsale Community School and a representative of the ASTI. A Cork Leaving Cert student says a return to school is needed as soon as possible for students who choose to take a written exam this year. It was confirmed last evening that students will have a choice between written exams and predictive grades following weeks of speculation about which format the state exams would take. The Cabinet Subcommittee on Education approved the model that will see all students offered predictive grades for each subject. They'll then be able to select which written exams they do and will take the higher of the two results towards their final points. Speaking to Red FM News, Kinsale Community School Leaving Cert student Emma O'Keefe says a lot of questions still need to be answered, like how practical and oral exams would work and when they'll get back to school. I think students definitely with going back to school, they they want to be assured firstly that it's safe to go back but I think definitely especially for those who want to sit the written exam getting back and having that face-to-face teaching interaction is definitely important to them when it's safe to do so. I'm trying to calculate in my head how it's going to work I think we've been given the baseline of what's going to work but there's definitely still confusion of like practicals, orals how all that's going to play out there's still a tinge of anxiousness in trying to figure out how things are going to work Teachers' unions, meanwhile, have been expressing their concerns over aspects of the plans for this year's exams. The ASTI Executive Committee is to meet in the next few days to discuss the matter with their 18,500 members about its cooperation with the new system, as the union says it's bitterly disappointed that accredited grades will not be underpinned by externally validated coursework. General Secretary of the ASTI, Kieran Christie, says while they don't want to ha- add any more stress on students, the union is disappointed that predictive grading won't take a account of completed coursework or projects. I can give you one particularly ridiculous example. Home economics has currently been sent off to Athlone. They're marked and uh, the, the project worked element of it. And this year, unlike last year when it was included in the calculated grades process, uh, we're being told that this year it won't be, even though it's done on Marv. The Cabinet Subcommittee on COVID-19 will get advice from NEFA today on what parts of the economy to reopen. Here's how Jamie O'Hara covered the story on Breakfast News. A group of senior ministers will meet this afternoon to discuss what restrictions to ease in the coming months. The Cabinet Subcommittee on COVID-19 will get advice from NEFIT on what parts of the economy to reopen. Health officials will advise whether construction can fully reopen next month along with schools. Dr Gerald Barry, an assistant professor of virology, says the fully operational building sector could affect COVID case numbers. There's no doubt any industry that you open up will contribute to people mixing and therefore when you have people mixing and you have high rates of um, infection in the country, that's going to slow down the decrease in cases Um, and any impact on that slowing of uh, the decrease in cases will inevitably extend out the lockdown for everyone else. So I think it needs to be very carefully thought through and very cautiously considered. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra. I'm Rory on Sport, and it's being reported that Keith Earls has been offered a new one-year deal with Munster and the IRFU. The Irish Times say that Captain Johnny Sexton and his Leinster teammate Keen Healy are also set to agree fresh one-year deals. Peter O'Mahony, CJ Stander, Ian Henderson and Tyke Furlong are believed to be close to finalising negotiations around two-year contracts. 
In football, the Europa League last 32 gets underway tonight with Manchester United, Arsenal and Tottenham all playing at neutral venues due to coronavirus travel restrictions. United are in Turin to face Real Sociedad. Rome is the venue for Arsenal's meeting with Benfica and Tottenham's clash with the Austrian side Wolfsburger will be played in Budapest. Leicester meanwhile away to Slavia, Prague. Rangers are in Belgium to play Antwerp. It's being reported that Thierry Henry is in the running to become the next Bournemouth manager. Jonathan Woodgate is currently in charge of the championship side after Jason Tindall was sacked by the club two weeks ago. Henri is currently in charge of MLS side Montreal Impact and he's on a list of candidates that includes Patrick Vieira, John Terry and David Wagner. Japan's Naomi Osaka has beaten Serena Williams 6-3, 6-4 to reach the Australian Open final in Melbourne. It means that Williams will have to wait to win a record equaling 24th Grand Slam title. Osaka has never lost a slam final. She now played the American Jennifer Brady in the decider. Brady has beaten Karolina Mukova in three sets. And Novak Djokovic is into the men's final after a comfortable straight sets win over the qualifier Aslan Karatsev. Djokovic will face the winner of Daniel Medvedev and Stefano Tsitsipas, who meet tomorrow morning. Get Red FM's News Extra at redextra.ie. And check out our other podcasts. This conversation with Barry Rhodes, sir, the Southern correspondent with the Irish Times, uh, needs to act as a warning to all parents as to what your children are doing online on their various devices and on their phones, particularly, say, in the last 11 months when there's been more time and more time available to spend online, on tablets and on their mobile phones. But this is particularly horrid because um, one of the cases we're going to discuss um, involves the sexual exploitation of uh, a 14-year-old girl with with special needs. We are talking of uh, a 42-year-old West Cork man um, who uh, is already in jail but now gets an extension onto his his jail sentence for, as I say, the sexual exploitation of a 14-year-old girl. What's the backstory to this, Barry? Yeah, as you say, Neil, it's a very disturbing and and distressing story, really. A guy called Michael O'Regan, he's from Assumption Place in Clannacilty. And he was up at Clanmel Circuit Criminal Court yesterday and he had pleaded guilty the week before to the exploitation of a child uh, on a date between uh, December 2016 and April 2017 and it was contrary to Section 3 of the Child Trafficking and Pornography Act. Uh, what we heard was Detective Gardner Michael Cousin, former Cork footballer, he's based in Tipperary, he told the court that a man had called to a guard station in Tipperary in April 17 and reported that his 14-year-old daughter, who has Down syndrome, had been in contact with a number of men through an online site and had received and sent photographs. The girl's father, she hand, he handed over her mobile phone and her laptop to Gardaí. They began an investigation and they found that the mobile phone number used by the man who was most regularly in contact with the girl belonged to this man, Michael O'Regan, from Assumption Place in Clannacilty. Uh, the girl was interviewed by a child specialist guard interview and interviewer and she told the interviewer that she'd sent a topless photograph of herself to O'Regan after he had uh, requested her to do so. Guardian West Cork obtained a search warrant, uh, Garda, Detective Garda Jim Keane. They searched O'Regan's home and he handed over his mobile phone and his laptop and he admitted during a voluntary interview that he'd been in contact with the girl and had asked her to send a topless photograph of herself to him and he confirmed virtually everything the girl said yeah. was correct. So what happened yesterday was at the circuit court, his defence barrister, Suzanne Gorey, she pleaded for leniency, pointed out that he'd cooperated fully with Gardaí, he'd admitted the offence, sparing the Gardaí and the victim, what she said would have been a very challenging trial and you can imagine it would have been for a 14-year-old girl with Down syndrome. Um, O'Regan and his mother had sought to access psychological services, but since he'd gone into custody on similar charges from Cork in 2019, and we can talk about that in a moment, he'd been seeing a psychologist and was due to see a psychotherapist in a bit to address the issues which led him to such offending. She said that 
he had initially gone online in the hope of meeting someone his own age, but instead found himself developing a sexual interest in girls of a younger age. The five biggest stories in Cork today. This is Red FM's News Extra.